going to be that, you know, so what? So he, so he, screwed, so he uh, did something wrong. Who cares? He's our that, guy. That's Ron, that defense. is exactly it. I mean, the, the Republicans are arguing two issues. First, they're saying that uh, what they're doing is they're trying to construct everything around the idea of this quid pro quo. The Democrats didn't go down that road. Quid pro quo is just a part of the context of what's going on. The Democrats are actually attacking the president on the basis of abuse of power. So the Republicans are trying to say that uh, what the president did was not, uh, 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 what's the word, it, it was not a crime. And the second set of, of their thought process is even if it is a crime and even if you prove that he did it, 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 does, it doesn't rise to the level that you would knock a person out of office because, after all, uh, the businesses got a 41 percent uh, tax cut and citizens got an 11 percent tax cut. And uh, we've reduced regulations by almost 40 percent, you know, over the course of his administration. Uh, we've got interest rates down to like one percent, you know, so that it doesn't cost people anything to borrow uh, money. I mean, to me, that's what this really boils down to. The Republicans in their constituency feel that they are getting things out of this president, regardless of what the consequences are uh, to the society as a whole going forward, which you have talked about. Right. Yeah. Part of the consequences of this is we just added another 220, uh, 230 billion dollars to the deficit, if not more than that. Uh, you know, we, we are making the country less safe environmentally. Uh, we are contributing to the destruction of the atmosphere for the future citizens of this country. But that doesn't mean anything, you know, to these Republicans. Their yep, thing is, I'm getting money right now, and that's all I care about. Well, well it's called the personality type, as I said before. One other thing that's totally been ignored by the mainstream media here, um, Trump, before he went to Europe for that economic summit, did an interview with CNBC, and they played it, on Tuesday, but again, nobody because the impeachment never ignored it. He, he after promising for the whole 2016 campaign and uh, pretty much taking a very hands-off, you know, he said uh, budget proposals and all those things, which never amount to much. Uh, saying he was never going, not going to cut Social Security or Medicare. Mm -hmm. Now he said it was in the interview with CNBC that uh, in his second term he will cut Social Security and Medicare. So, yep. and they, But nobody in the mainstream media has talked about this. And the way he's going to do it with Social Security is exactly what Orrin Hatch did before he got sick. He's going to try to play off the disabled against the elderly. Mm -hmm. This is a, a standard right-wing divide-and-conquer kind of thing. Uh, basically, uh, get, get, you know, getting things like SSI and that will be block-granted to the state, cut by about 70%. And then uh, the uh, Social Security disability, people will have to be uh, recertified uh, after uh, every six months rather than every three years, which, especially since they've cut back the number of staff there, it would be almost impossible. In other words, you could be cut off and maybe not be put back on, even if you're a quadriplegic, you could be cut off for a number of years. And then um, uh, also things like childhood disability, being able to gr draw your father's uh, pension, Mm -hmm. That will be determined off if he gets reelected. So anybody out there, uh, particularly for disabled, who is uh, uh, thinking about even thinking about voting for Trump, that's pretty much what he's going to propose if he gets reelected. And I find it intriguing that in these debates, we've not heard any of the people who were the moderators or the questioners, rather, uh, in the uh, debates, ask the candidates 
What have you all heard about uh, what President Trump is is talking about with regards to Social Security and SSI, uh, Social uh, uh, Supplemental uh, uh, Income Benefits? What what have you what have you all heard about that, and what are your thoughts about that? What what would your administration do? We're not hearing that from people. Things that are that seems to me to be really fundamental stuff. I'm, I mean, the dancing around on the health care uh, 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 proposals, that to me seemed disingenuous because they, they made the conversation about uh, whether or not you were for single payer versus uh, uh, universal uh, uh, Medicare. They made the conversation about that as to how you felt about the possibility that the insurance companies would disappear, but didn't talk about uh, how would you resource it? How would you make it come about? Because if you don't tell people how you're going to make something come about, then they're making their decisions based on shallow thinking. And that's the same thing with this uh, Social Security and a uh, disability issue. If nobody tells you what it is that you, wh- what are you really trying to get at? And then how would you get at it in your proposal Nobody tells you that. It's just kind of superficial stuff in your head. And it's easy for people to pit, you know, reasonably healthy uh, elderly people against uh, probably unhealthy <laughs> uh, disabled people, you know, who, who, who are elderly. And I think that's what you're talking about. That's what's oh, yeah, really going yeah. on. It's a, it's a standard divide and conquer thing. And it's to talk about the debates uh, that... Uh, yeah, they they seem to be going for the scandalous thing. The first thing for the last Democratic debate was, uh, did you, did Bernie Sanders, did you really say that a woman couldn't be elected president? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they dwell on that, that type of questioning. And that question was, again, a red herring, because if you had asked me in 2000, the early part of 2008, say January of 2008, before the Iowa caucuses in February, if you had asked me if there was any possibility in the known universe that an African man was going to become the president of the United States in 2008, I would have laughed you out of your chair. I wouldn't have paid any attention to you at all. I would not have believed it. Well, yeah, I, say, I would say the same much as I'm ashamed of it. I would have said the same thing. And you know what? As I say to this day, I wonder in my mind what would have happened that big financial collapse of September 15th Remember what was happening. Republicans had just had their uh, their convention. They picked Sarah Palin. That seemed to give them mm-hmm. some type of boost. Yep. Now, what if that financial collapse had happened on November 15th rather than September 15th? Right. I wonder who would have won. The, it was very close. When that happened, then McCain's running around like a chicken with his yep. head cut off, trying to pretend you know, he's, like, he's a little Dutch boy putting his finger in the dike to stop yep. the flood. He even made a complete fool out of himself. Right. I think that lost him the election. I mean, I, I mean... This, and when you see the white backlash against Obama, you wonder if that collapse had been a few months later, whatever it would have been elected. I, I don't think Obama would have gotten elected. But my point is that, you know, it wasn't because I would not have wanted an yeah. African person to be the president, just like yeah. I don't think that Bernie Sanders would have, was implying that he would not have wanted a woman to become the president of the United States. He was just saying, I'm reading the tea leaves, and I just don't think in this country that's going to happen. Now, right. I think that he was, he, he was wrong, but he was not wrong in that year. You know what I mean? It was right. misogyny or, or, or sex uh, uh, orientation, uh, not orientation, but sexual uh, bias 
you know, against a woman candidate in that uh, that that position clearly was a part of what went on in that race. Ron, I got to run. I got to take a quick break. Then I got to get Kevin on and give him a little bit of time. So if you all stick with us, we will see you on the side of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Okay. Remember the last time you pushed yourself to the limit? That's what world champion rock climber Sasha DeJulian does. Every time. Check harness. Reach. She has to work through muscle aches and pains. Steady. Because the mountain doesn't care if you're hurting. Whew. That was close. So the next time you're hurting, just spray on the cool, soothing relief of Tiger Balm Active Muscle Spray. Nailed it. New Tiger Balm Active Muscle Spray. Available at select drugstore, supermarkets, and Target stores. What would you like to be better at? Dancing. Poker. Yoga. According to a study, CVS customers are better than most at something important. Staying on prescriptions, which tends to make you healthier. So get a free prescription savings review and try home delivery today. Because of the things you could be better at, staying healthy tops them all. Treat yourself well at CVS. Savings vary. Not all patients or prescriptions eligible for savings or delivery. Ask your pharmacist or visit cvs.com pharmacy for details. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Everlasting love. That's what we got for all of our folks in our audience. Even for you, Kevin, you know we're down for you. Kevin, hold on just one second. I want, because I think you'll agree with this quick announcement. We have the U.S. Census uh, that is going on right now. I guess it's real, it starts in, in, in March, but they're hiring people for the census right now. Listen, this is a job 
to be a census taker, if you can walk up and downstairs, push a doorbell, ask a person 10 questions, check off the stuff. They're like boxes. You don't have to write narratives. You just check off stuff, you know, on boxes and then go to the next door. Be polite to people. Speak reasonably clear so that people understand what you're talking about. And you can get this job paying $20 an hour. $20 an hour. If you know somebody, if it's not you, but you know somebody who is not working right now and who is not too disabled to be able to do what I just described, call the Community Action Organization at 881-5150. That's 881-5150. If you forget the number, just look up anything that says Community Action Organization in the phone book. All numbers lead to my desk. So you just call. We will get you connected with the U.S. Census. You should go and get these jobs. These jobs are going to last for about a year and a half. Uh, often people get jobs with other parts of the federal government uh, as a result of the people they meet uh, uh, in doing these jobs. Jump on this. Don't don't have Kevin out here talking about you because you're not working and you're able to work. And there's jobs out here paying twenty dollars an hour and you're not taking them. Kevin, am I talking right? Arlington here, man. Ooh, boy, it's good to have connections, man. You get jobs like that for people, man. It's good to be connected. I knew you. I knew you were going to be with me on this one. Okay. Yeah, Arlington, yeah, it's good to be connected, man. Ah, yeah, my brother. <laughs> So, Kevin, how you feeling, man? I know that you know your guy's out here, you know, his impeachment thing. My guy? That's my what, you guy, know, is this your guy, right? Here. Come on, man. Come on, I'll man. It's your here. guy. You keep accusing, you keep accusing me of, be, of being part of the you guys. So if I got to be a part of the you guys, then this guy's got to be your guy. Call me a you guys because, you know, again, you guys. So how come it's always okay for you to call me you guys, but when I call you, th- 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 this is your guy, you get upset? Because I don't fit the narrative. Oh, I see. But I fit a narrative. I don't fit the narrative because normally I would be, you know, goose-stepping with the Democrats right through because of my What? Right? Yeah. What? Because I'm not There is not a single Democrat (laughs) in the known universe who believes a single thing you just said. (laughs) Not (laughs) one. Not not figuratively speaking, but you know what I'm saying, you know? Because you're black, you have to be Democrat. Come on. No, nobody because says that. Colored, because no, you're immigrant, no, no, you nobody be says that. Nobody okay, says that. So why you call me? You, you, nobody you says guys, that. Up until okay. 1964, oh, so almost all <laughs> dem, uh, uh, blacks were Republicans. <laughs> anyway, look, I just want to let you know, man, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know, okay. my Democrat friends, my, one of my Democrat friends, right? You know what? You have Democratic friends? Okay. On. Yeah. Okay. And neighbors who are Democrats. Oh, neighbors. Relatives. Okay, and a relative. Okay, brothers and sisters who are Democrats. And so, and and what did they say? What did they say? I was boring. Being interested in that, they're more interested in the real issues. Like, for example, right now we have bigger issues right now to face. Everybody talk about. Look at this this impeachment thing. Not even the major networks covering it. So you said that there were bigger issues. What What are the bigger issues that you think are the bigger issues? issues? Let's Let's keep it local here. Right now, I want an alternative to what we have right now for my congressional district, right? Because Are you the 27th you district? Of course I'm in congressional district. So, <laughs> so, much so I, might, I might go ahead and register as a Democrat and run as a Democrat. You, 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 would you give me your endorsement? 
I don't know. We have to have a little <laughs> chat. Got to have <laughs> yeah, a little yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't not goose stepping because I don't fall in everything. I don't know about I'm goose stepping and all of that, but right. but okay, you, you know I have I have a paradigm of government. So forget the goose stepping part. But listen. I'm going to register as a Democrat, and I'm going to run as the Democratic congr- um, candidate for the 27th Congressional District, okay? Okay, but, so you don't like Nate no McMurray? We don't have, we don't have no, what, McMurray? Yeah, you don't the, like the him? Antifa, the guy, the guy is someone that don't, don't like. He has no integrity. It's on record. It shows, right? And listen, even Democrats don't like him out here. Even Andrew Cuomo himself said, He's not the right candidate. He's a terrible candidate. You, come on. But so, you feel that the, the, the people like uh, Chris Collins, who no, actually no, no, no. commit crimes and then go to jail, those people. The real, you know, the, the real cute looking uh, who? The young lady from Clarence, right? I mean, you guys, you guys, and I have to say, you guys, you part of the Democratic Party. You always, the Democratic Party can do no wrong as far as you're concerned, right? I've never heard no, you. I, I'm not buying that. any of the you guys stuff that you keep saying. Everything you see me do, I always give you chapter and verse where I get it from. Regardless of where you think I'm coming from politically, I don't come out here and just say what I think. I say things that I'm either reading to you what somebody else said or things that I found in documented records, in research records, this is the conclusion or these are the facts. And I always tell you where I'm coming from. And I'm putting you in a position where you can challenge where I'm coming from. That's why I tell you what the basis is uh, on which what I say. So my being or you even knowing whether I'm a progressive or a conservative or a Democrat or Republican is irrelevant to what I'm saying. I'm just looking at what I see as being the facts. That's why the program is called Think Again, not opine again. It's think again. Think about what you're saying. Think about what the basis is on which you make those statements. What are they rooted on? What are they based on? And challenge what you think so that what you think is based on truth and not based on hyperbole or outright lies like you see going on in Washington right now. Kevin, I, we gotta, we'll talk some more. I got to I gotta run to my next call. Uh, I think I, there we go. Frank in Niagara Falls. Frank, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan. Uh, you know, I think Republicans got to just think, you know, before they can think again. <laughs> <laughs> they got to think first, right? So maybe we should have a program called Think First and then Think Again. <laughs> hey, hey, Nathan, uh, you know what Trump loves uh, besides money? What's that? Uh, a hairstylist with a humor. <laughs> Somebody who can actually can, can wax your hair. I mean, I don't know how he does it because his hair stays in place. You know, it doesn't look like his hair is that is is that stiff, but somehow it manages to stay in place. Uh, the miracles of modern plastic. Huh? <laughs> He's got but, great uh, gel, whatever it is. <laughs> but uh, seriously, this impeachment is is hard to watch, and the conservative pundits hard to listen to. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't all criminals wish they could go to trial without evidence, tax returns, and witnesses? And witnesses, of course. We should just yeah. have. We should do the. We should do trials the Vladimir Putin way. When when the, uh, a reporter asked Vladimir Putin, you know, what was the deal? I mean, did you really want? You know, uh, were you in the tank for Donald Trump? He said, Yes, I was in the tank for Donald Trump. 
Uh, did you uh, try to manipulate the election in 2016 for Donald Trump? Nope, didn't do that. Donald Trump said, well, you know, we checked it out. I asked Vlad- Vladdy, and Vladdy said, nope, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mess with the 2016 election. And that was it. That was the trial. That's what Donald Trump wants now. He wants to be able to get on the record and have everybody ask him, Donnie, did you do this? And then Donnie says, nope, I didn't do it. And then that's it. That's the trial. Yeah, well, you know, in election 2020, I think it's a priority to get rid of not only Trump, but uh, people like Mitch McConnell and and all those Republicans that are running on their support for the Frank, Trump this is a test. This is a test of the character of the American nation. At some point, exactly. Americans are going to have to be accountable for what we have allowed to go on here. Well, I, I hope uh, their opposition Democratic candidates are, are up for the long, hard road ahead. And, and, you know, at this point, any idea is a good <laughs> idea, so... Send your ideas and contributions to beat Republicans in local, state, and federal elections. All right. Frank, I got to run. I got to get two more calls on. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Let me get Mark, then we'll get Donnie. Mark, how you doing out there? Hey, Nathan. Hey. Hey, uh, 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 um, what what does Kevin call you? You people? You people. I'm the you people. (laughs) At least I'm being polite. I used to get upset when somebody said you people like it was a denigrating term. You people, those (laughs) people, the Democrat Party, they they rule by uh, by insult. Exactly. You know, yeah. And uh, and and, you know, it's a it's a funny thing. Uh, uh, Roberts admonishes uh, people for calling liars liars on the floor there. Right. Yeah. But the actual liars coming on, lying on the floor, they're not admonished. Right. That's all okay. And he knows that they're lying, but right. there's no admonishment there. Right. But for calling out a liar for being a liar, yep. you get admonished. Yep. Uh, shift is right. When truth and common sense leave, we're finished. Listen, they've been claiming that the Republican Party, or the De- excuse me, the Senate, is the most august deliberative party uh, in the existence well, we of the now world. Well, that's right? not true. Well, it, it's not true now. It definitely is not true now. And if truth and if truth is lost, we're finished. Yep. 66% of the people want him out of office. 75% of the people want witnesses. And as was stressed on your last program last week, the right will fight for the right to be lied to. That's right. And that is very sad. And they believe those lies. Sad and dangerous. Yes, sir. We're on on the precipice of something that's going to have permanent, very serious uh, 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 consequences. And how somebody can become addicted to Donald Trump, I do not know. And and how how can Robert sit there and hear all these lies and not object? He's a Supreme Court justice. Well, you know, the way that this process works, Roberts really isn't supposed to do that. Yeah, but he did. I, I he know. Did when it was the Democrats. Right. But he's only supposed to do this when uh, there is a, um, how shall I say, if there's a request being made or a dis- Oh, decorum. Right, exactly. Decorum. Yeah, right. You can't call a liar a liar on the floor, but you can go out there and lie. And lie, and that's okay. That's that's their what system. What is happening? That's the system. But hopefully, as I said uh, before, 
hopefully Americans are paying attention and they're asking themselves what is really going on here. Now, the Republicans are going to be very uh, disingenuous, you know, in terms of how they try to tear apart everything and make you look at, you know, the wrong thing. The reality is that this conspiracy that Trump was engaged in has been going on since May of uh, uh, 2019. And the numbers numbers seem to be in our favor. 66% want him removed from office. So we'll see if that— 75% want witnesses. Right. Will that turn into a reality? Uh, Mark, I got to run. I got to get Donnie on for the last couple of minutes. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Donnie, how are you doing out there? We just got a couple of minutes. Yeah, quick there. Um, Yep. As far as this impeachment is concerned— uh, how do they determine this impeachment? Uh, Trump needs to be impeached, but we had prior presidents like uh, President Polk, Lyndon Baines Johnson. Right, remember Tippecanoe and Tyler too. You know the uh, Taft Hartley stuff and so on. We, we've had that in the past. But what has to happen is the the House of Representatives is the only entity on earth that can call for the impeachment of a president. Even the Senate cannot call for the impeachment of a president. Only the House of Representatives can do that. So what has to happen is if people think that somebody needs to be impeached, they have to make a campaign going at the uh, Congress people in the House of Representatives, get enough of them to vote for articles of impeachment, and then you can have a trial before the Senate. That's the way the process is supposed to work. One quick thing here, part of that. When, when, a, when a president takes your nation into war under false pretense, those guys I named before, yep. in George W. Bush, yep. Why are they not impeached? There, I don't there, get there, it. there could have been. There could have been. We could have had the, 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 the House of Representatives could have brought charges of lying and conspiracy to lie and so on against mm-hmm. uh, 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 President Bush. They just didn't do it. Well. <laughs> it just shows you what's been going on in this country. It's, this is not a, a, a Donald Trump phenomenon. This has been going on in this country for quite some time. I think it's been going on since the Newt Gingrich, you know, and Denny Hastert era of the of the Congress. And we're just reaping what we've sown. We didn't challenge it at the time when that behavior was going on. And we're being we're, we're living with the consequences of that behavior right now. Listen, folks, there's a lot that's going to be happening over the course of this year. So we're just going to try to check in with each other and do what we say we're going to do. We're going to think again. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much. been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.